0: Hi, this is Patti Lapone. This is Allison Janney.
1: This is Matt Balmer.
0: This is Donna Murphy. This is Nia Vardalis.
1: This is Jesse Tyler Ferguson. This is Beanie Feldstein. I'm Octavia Spencer. This is Ben Platt, and you're listening to Little Known Facts with my favorite person on the planet, Alana Levine. A-OK.
0: Welcome to Little Known Facts, a podcast where you will hear unfiltered, raw, honest, and uniquely funny interviews with artists you love, as they talk about the art they love to make. I'm your host, Ilana Levine. If you know me, you know how obsessed I am with live performance. To me, nothing replaces being in a theater and the lights going down and the orchestra starts to play and that first moment of magic. And I know the way I feel about theater, some people feel about sports or opera or dance or comedy or food. And what if there was a place that you could go and find out which live events are going on near you that night and then for a discount price you can get off your couch put down that clicker and experience the magic that is live performance well there is a place goldstar.com you just go to that website you type in your city and every amazing live event will be listed at discount prices theater dance comedy film food concerts sports No more staying home. You are going to go out and build memories and experiences that expand your mind and heart through live performance with GoldStar.com. GoldStar is in 26 cities around the country, with over 8 million members already signed up to find out what event is going on near you. So go to GoldStar.com, get out of your house and build memories that are magic for you and your family. Expand your mind, expand your hearts. Go see live performance by using goldstar.com. Tell them Alana sent you.
1: Hey, I heard you needed inspiration. He's Alana and friends with some revelations.
0: Little known back to the day, every little thing's gonna be a okay. little known fact about my guest today. When he was in high school, he had a job one summer working in a movie theater, and Men in Black was playing, and he became a huge fan of Tony Shaloub, who is now his co-star on The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Welcome this week's guest, Michael Ziegen, to the podcast. A-OK. Hey, everyone. My guest today is Michael Ziegen. Ziegen?
1: Zegan, like M- vegan, like vegan, but I'm not a vegan.
0: No, and when you were younger, that is probably not what you used as a rhyme. That's a no. very new, yes. very current. What was it when you were a kid if you wanted to tell someone what it sounded like?
1: I I don't know. I just... Zegan? (laughs) You just said your name. Yeah. Um, But a lot of people say Zegan or Zagan for some reason. I don't know, but it's Zegan. They're
0: all wrong.
1: They are. And today
0: we are here to set the record straight. So as you guys have just heard, my guest today is Michael Zegan. Michael plays Joel on the critically acclaimed Amazon series The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. His previous TV roles include... Not all, but here are some. Boardwalk Empire, Walking Dead, Girls, How to Make It in America, Happyish, and Rescue Me. Some of his film credits include The Stand-In, The Seagull, Tyrell, Francis Ha, Brooklyn, Adventureland, and Taking Woodstock. On Broadway, he starred in the revival of A View from the Bridge. Uh, He's currently, well, not currently, but about to begin rehearsal for another exciting project. Maybe we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll have people on the edge of their seats mm. the entire interview just to get maybe that'll be your little known fact. Okay, at the very end. But I'm going to give you a hint. Someone who was really recently on this podcast wrote said project. So we'll get to it at the end. Great. Does that sound good?
1: I'm down with that. Yeah.
0: Are you? Um, I'm from Bergen County. You are from Bergen County. That's right. So we're done. We made it. Look at us.
1: Whereabouts? Teaneck. Oh, okay. From Teaneck. I'm from Ridgewood.
0: Yeah. And like many people on this show, at some point there was something in a school or in the water where they lived that sort of gave them the acting bug. And I talk a lot about how there's something interesting when you have this proximity
1: to Mm -hmm. Broadway
0: and Times Square and and things that have the thing we do now that we love. Um, And we could get to it. Growing up, were you a kid whose family went into the city to celebrate things with shows?
1: Always, always. We, uh, yeah, we, I, I, I saw everything. My my parents are theater junkies, and they still see everything. And uh, yeah, we used they used to take me to, you know, I, I used to go to a lot of children's theater, uh, which I loved. in your
0: town I, or no,
1: not necessarily my town, but um, around Bergen County, I yeah. think you know, or New Jersey in general. Um, there was a place called the little, the little firehouse theater, which yeah. I think it's still there. It might have a different name, but I assume now it's like
0: the big firehouse theater.
1: Oh yeah. No, <laughs> I, I think it's still little. Um, but, uh, I, I think it's, uh, you know, it must've been a firehouse at one point. Um, then it, they turned it into a theater and my mom used to take me to a lot of shows there and it was all children's theater and it was like fairy tales, you know, retold yeah. and, and reenacted and, uh, my favorite part was always um, afterwards. The actors would be in the lobby, and you get their autographs. Yeah, and I, I remember just falling in love with that, you know, and um, and yeah, so like the
0: magic of seeing them afterwards as real yeah. people. often no, they weren't real shows, people. They're still they, in costume. Well, that's right? the thing. They would, yeah.
1: they would sign, you know, Pinocchio. Or right. you know, it wouldn't be uh, the there. Disney
0: sort of yeah. thing. Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: and um, and so yeah, so I just I, I love that, and I guess I I uh, was. Just enamored with the attention that they were getting, and and I wanted that. So,
0: do you remember one of the first Broadway shows that you saw?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, like I said, it was everything. But uh, Into the Woods, like I went to, I saw an original, uh, one of the original previews of that, and I remember it blew my mind. And um, my mom always tells a story about how they took me to, like when I was like three or four, they took me to. um, There was. Uh, Alice in Wonderland on Broadway and I think it came from London it might have been with uh, from the National Theater or something like that and and my mom says like they were bored out of their minds but they like turned and saw me and I was just you know wide-eyed and uh, just in love with it and so yeah I got the bug early on but they used to take me to all the musicals and um, plays too
0: were your parents performers? No,
1: no, God, no. no appreciators. They were, yeah, they they, they love the arts, they love TV, they love movies and uh, and theater. So,
0: what did they do my, professionally? My
1: father's a lawyer. Um, what, like, like corporate real or real estate? Uh-huh. Yeah, real estate law. And uh, my mother teaches nursery school. She and, used to be an elementary school yeah, teacher, yeah, and, and
0: she's still doing it, yeah. And I know you have a brother because completely brothers. coincidentally, one of them, maybe both of them, but not you, went to Camp Modin.
1: My little brother, yeah, Mark.
0: Mark with my nephew. Oh yeah. So that's that's, that's
1: apparently the, all I got. The, the camp that, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's six degrees of separation. Yeah, yeah no, we, um, he, he, uh, that that camp is apparently based on. Uh, or, or uh, the movie Wet Hot American Summer is based on that camp because David Wean, who uh, wrote it, went to, to Camp Modin. He did? Yeah. Uh-huh. I was never a camp person. So I'm the black sheep in more ways than one. So I,
0: you have an older brother. I have
1: an older brother. And a too. younger
0: brother. Uh-huh. Uh,
1: they're, they're in real estate. They also, do commercial real estate. Madison okay. Realty Capital. They're <laughs> gonna. Give them a plug. <laughs> You're such a good brother. Tonight's the, the their holiday party. So, I'm so there's the Mazel premiere and it's
0: all happening in all the things I know. so many for so the Zegan boys. Yes, yes. Your parents must be proud of all of you.
1: Uh, I hope so. Yes. <laughs>
0: Do you think they're more into the real estate or is it is everyone happy for everyone? I think
1: we're oh, they're just generally pleased with how everyone's doing. Yes. I don't think there's one favorite over and then the other. Well, we'll
0: call them. We'll find out yeah, shortly. All okay. right. What's the age difference between you and your brothers?
1: Uh, my older brother is four years older than me, and my younger brother is six years younger. So they they have a ten year gap.
0: And were you guys close growing up? Yeah, yeah, like, sure. What was the vibe in in your house?
1: Well, I was always the actor. Uh, you know, neither one of them had any inclination or desire to to uh, follow that path. Okay. So, so yeah, so I don't know. Why not, I mean, even even like I said, my parents would take us to theater, but right,
0: um, you were all there,
1: yeah, we were all there for the most part, yeah, but but you uh, were
0: a jock, too, you weren't no. right, no, no, what? <laughs> so what I saw at the baseball scene in like oh, basil was just pure luck, that you could like, yeah, look I mean, like I love player. I do love
1: baseball, but I you weren't
0: a jock, you weren't no. a sporty, you were not sporty spice,
1: no, I was not, I okay, was, I was more scary, spice, <laughs> um. No, I. I That's I,
0: only the second spit take I've uh, done. <laughs> I've done two hundred episodes, so oh, good. good for you, Mazel well, we'll, on that. There will be more. Yes, um, keep them coming.
1: No, I. Uh, yeah, I, I do love baseball, and um, I always, you know, my friends and I, we would go and, and hit baseballs um, and as hard I played, as you could. Yeah, but I and, and I played in the Central Park softball league uh, upon arriving in New York, but um, I've. I was not on any like you know high school team okay. or anything like that. No. Did
0: you do the Broadway Show League when you were doing? No, Broadway? I, would,
1: I would have loved to, but you know it was all Brits and none of them played. There's no cricket. No, but I did bring um, one of our, our uh, one of the actors in my show, Michael Gould. I brought him to the batting cages in uh, Chelsea Piers, and he loved it. He loved it. He was he was like, oh my god, this is the best. So, but um, but yeah, no. But I was saying, you know, my my brothers. They just didn't. I don't know for whatever reason they didn't get the same bug that I got right. and had just no desire to get on stage or anything like that. So did
0: you start like really little? When did you start yeah. doing it?
1: Yeah, I I started. I, I begged my parents to let me audition professionally when I was How like did you five even years know? old.
0: Like I didn't even know that was a thing. How well, did I you watched even know? TV.
1: I watched right. TV and I saw kids my age.
0: So you understood that you could do it.
1: Yeah, I. I mean, I just assumed I could. Yeah. yeah. I, and I remember in kindergarten, I, I was the gingerbread boy. Like, I I volunteered to be the – you know, I was like – they were casting. I remember the teacher was, like, picking on people. She's like, who wants to be this? Who? And I was just waiting for – the the gingerbread boy he yeah. announced and then I shot my hand up you're like I
0: was, it's called the gingerbread boy yeah, so this is, actually this is me I got it and that um, was the beginning
1: and that honestly yeah
0: so were did you get paid as a kid ever to act
1: yes what when, was the first time you got paid I did a Christmas uh, Carol I played Tiny Tim it was at a professional theater in New Jersey where I used to go see a lot of theater um, in Englewood. Uh, the John Harms Theater, which is now, I think, Bergen Pack, Bergen Performing Arts yeah, Center. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which was a huge... I, I looked it up recently. It has, like, I think 2,000 seats or something. I had no idea. No, it's a Broadway house yeah, in terms of size. it is. It is, and it's beautiful And uh, in Englewood, New Jersey. And, um, yeah, so I did A Christmas Carol. I, I I begged my parents. that There was an open call. I begged them to take me to the open call. They, they agreed, you know, half-heartedly and... Um, I think the only reason why they took me there was because there was a garage sale in, in Englewood. <laughs> How and they, convenient. And they wanted to go. So they were like, all were right. Were they
0: garage sale here? people? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I think everybody used to be who lived in in New Jersey. It's the best. You know? Yeah. I kind
0: of still am. I mean, yeah. I guess it's thrifting now. But, but now, it's
1: now with eBay and stuff like that, it's hard to fi- get the fines. Right, you know? right. That's um, true. But yeah, so they took me to this audition. I uh, I was the last kid to audition and I got it. And I, you know, I nailed it. (laughs) And that's
0: all she wrote. When you were a kid, I talk a lot about this with people. There's kind of this feeling like they were really fearless about it. Sort of stage fright or any anxiety Mm pre-auditioning came much later. Absolutely. Um, Was that true for you?
1: hundred percent. Yeah. I don't remember being nervous getting on stage. You know, I I remember just being psyched and wanting to do it. Do you remember
0: Disappointment?
1: Um, sure. Yeah. I, I remember I screwed up a line, you know, and I felt like I let everyone down Michael. and I still feel that way to be quite honest. It's about I mean,
0: that or always. No,
1: always <laughs> like I just feel a ba- bad, when I screw up a line or something. I, I do feel like, Oh, show's over. Let's, yeah. We can all go home. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Michael um, ruined it. Yeah. Either, you know, I'll trip over a line and just be like, Nope done this show is garbage yeah um
0: because i'm in it
1: yeah and i've just ruined Uh, everything Uh so do
0: you still like do you still feel that way
1: no i've i've gotten a lot are you better yeah i've gotten a lot better about uh beating myself up
0: and understanding that that the impact is much less than you think
1: sure right yeah you know it's it's just tough especially you know theater you you forget a line and and it, it, the thing is, it just never used to happen. So I, I was always the person who knew everything word for word. Done, do you learn you know? lines easily? Um, Yeah, I do. I'm good with memorization. Okay. I, I've always been good with it. So yeah. it's, it's something that is a talent of mine. But, but that
0: muscle for you is just pretty good.
1: Yes. It and, works. And, it, it, you know, obviously I, uh, it gets better when you're in in the throes of it, when yeah. you're working. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I haven't worked in a couple of months now. So it's like net today I, I did the first table read of this play I'm doing. And so uh, now I, I got work to do.
0: Yeah. So you're. it sounds like you got to do it both community theater, regional theater. Did you – were you the kid in high school doing all the plays?
1: Yes, absolutely. And musicals
0: too? Mm-hmm. So – did you do you feel like did you take singing lessons? Were you just a natural singer?
1: No, I never took singing lessons. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess I was just a natural singer. I I always when I was doing these weekend acting classes, it was always um, we would do a play. It was like a maybe a ten week thing, and every Saturday you'd meet and you'd have an hour. For, for acting, an hour for music, and an hour for dance, and and you know the culmination of these ten weeks, you would uh, at the end you would perform Annie or right. uh, Snoopy or something like that, yeah. and um, yeah, so I always sang. And so
0: you went to Skidmore. Mm-hmm. Did Skidmore? Ha- My daughter just toured Skidmore. Really? Yeah, she did. Like Union, Skidmore. There's a bunch of schools yeah. up there. It's a beautiful area. Yes. When you went to Skidmore, when you start college in earnest. Your adult life is beginning. Are you majoring in theater and are you like, I'm going to do this for yes. the rest of my life? Yes.
1: I I was a theater major. I had actually auditioned for NYU and I didn't get in and I was just absolutely crushed. Wow. Um, but uh, but Skidmore was great and um, I, I had a couple of friends who were going there so – you know I, that was kind of it was like okay well they're going so yeah. that'll be fun and then they ended up dating and then i was like the third wheel and i was like okay well this sucks disaster <laughs> yeah. i'm going to do some more plays well but then i i met a bunch of kids in my dorm and we kind of formed a little click and uh, we started a sketch comedy group um, at Skidmore, which is still there today. It's called the Sketchies.
0: Wow. And so that
1: was, and yeah, we filmed all our stuff. We were just, we just had a video. Were you camera. a comedy
0: kid? Did you love comedy? Well,
1: yeah, my dad's a big uh, SNL fan and always has been. So that was growing up, like that was my, my jam. I loved SNL and I still do. Um, wow.
0: Yeah, yeah, me too. But now you're doing a show. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've done a bunch of stuff. It sounds like you came to New York and started auditioning like you do. Yeah. Um, and I read a lot lot of credits of things that, that you've done and many like Daniel Auken is a friend of mine. Oh, I yeah? know you did oh, Bad wow. Juice yeah. and sort of you know. Um did you get an agent before you went to college because you were no. starting to work? How did that happen?
1: Yeah. You know, I always say like getting an agent is like 50 percent of this this business. I mean, yeah. it's really tough. Yeah. It's, and especially if you don't if you didn't go to a theater school like uh, Juilliard or NYU or Yale, um, it's incredibly hard to mm-hmm. get an agent. So that's that's like half the battle right there. And um, I was just very lucky. I ran into uh, this was the summer going into my senior year of college um i ran into a kid i went to high school with who was a few years older than me and it turned out he was working for a a little kids tenant talent management company in teaneck new jersey um bringing it back to your hometown and uh and he he asked me if i wanted to start auditioning and i was like yes yeah and so that summer he was sending me out on all these commercial auditions and in the city and i was interning for a casting director at the time which was also a Really. A great experience. It was I mean, it was interesting. It was Who it, was it? I don't want to talk about it. Oh okay. It. <laughs> but oh, okay. she was a little bit nuts. But okay. um but uh it was so interesting seeing um just actors come in and how they prepared and and what what the casting director liked, what she didn't like. So that was a real learning experience. And I somehow just fell into that job too. Right. Um, Did you
0: get the – so when I started out, there was like this whole underground thing of like you could get the breakdowns.
1: Yes. Did you
0: have that, like where you're suddenly paying $5 and – No, I didn't pay anything. Somebody gave me their
1: their password and I I was reading the breakdowns. Which
0: is both fantastic and torture, right? Like when you're not yet – you know, in a place yeah. to go in on the things but knowing about them all.
1: And to be honest, you know, I would – so uh, I would call the manager and I'd say, hey, there's this this thing coming out. I think I'm right for this. And they would always get pissed off and I don't understand that because nobody knows what I can play better than me. Right, right. You know, and, and so if I see something that, you know, I think I'm right for, the character description sounds like me, um, I'm going to want to go in on it. And I think I that that's kind of helpful to a manager who probably represents so many people, and I'm giving them a little shortcut. I'm saying, "Hey,, there's this thing, yeah. send me out." yeah, so I never understood when they would get angry, and they do get angry about it because I guess they feel like that's their job, and you know right. and I, I get that, but we're and both working for this t- yeah. towards the same goal here,
0: yeah, I mean, I think they sometimes it's like, well, we would have gotten to it, just give us a second, like right. we have and maybe many they people. would have.
1: Maybe, maybe, maybe. At the time, probably not. Yeah. You know, at the time, I wasn't anything, and uh, yeah, so it was probably very hard to get me in the door. Um, When did
0: that change? Like, when do you feel like you became anything or someone who people would see and kind of like whether you got it or not, you were you were in the rooms. Well,
1: I started to do the show Rescue Me Mm -hmm. um, down the line a few years after I started auditioning and.
0: Did you know Dennis Leary, or was no, that you auditioned? No. And... no,
1: I didn't know Dennis Leary. I mean, I knew who he was, yeah. certainly, but I didn't know him personally. And um, I was doing the Letterman show before that. I was doing a character on the Letterman show uh, called Dwight the Troubled Teen, and I'd been doing that for about, like, a year and a half. Um, just Did like... you
0: get to know Letterman at all?
1: No. Okay. <laughs> no. You... Everybody asks that when I mention it, and it's like... No,
0: one's... I'm the only one who's asked that. Oh,
1: well... <laughs> It's Such a unique question. Yeah, he yeah. Uh, he was no, he was a very private person, and, mm-hmm. and uh, no, so did so not no. get to know him. Yeah, um, but I'm very thankful f- for him, uh, you know, giving me this job and uh, bringing me back every week because it was his it was his call, you know, whether or not I was on the show. And um and it was like, it's, that was the reason why I was able to support myself living in New York. That's amazing yeah.
0: so that's something you auditioned for. Yeah,
1: I auditioned for it and uh, and it was at the Ed Sullivan theater the audition mm-hmm. and then rescue me was the audition was at the Ed Sullivan theater and it was on a day when I was work, when I was doing Letterman and I just like went upstairs to the third floor auditioned came back down they said that they wanted to see me again. I came back up. Met with, you know, uh, the director at the time. I think it was John Fortenberry. Uh-huh. And, um... Uh,
0: that's the best, to uh, be in the mix for something when you're already doing another job of any kind. Yes. It always feels better. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: You feel more confident. And, uh, and yeah, so I came back up, and I remember I made them laugh, and then I got the part, and it was only supposed to be, like, three episodes And it turned into 40-something, so... That's incredible. I did that for, like, all seven seasons of Rescue Me.
0: So did it... So it starts as a recurring, and did it become a series regular at some point?
1: No, no. I mean, in... You know...
0: Yes and no. Yes
1: and no, because I did, like, all the episodes in, you know, season five, and, you know, most of them in season six, and so, like, for all intents and purposes, it was, but... To be a regular, you know, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Your name is in the credits, and I guess you know I was still green. And I'm so
0: happy to do it. I was happy I'm sure. to do it, yeah.
1: And uh, I learned so much. I learned so much, just even just the technical aspects mm-hmm. of, of TV, uh, hitting your mark, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and uh, and and Dennis would give me some pointers sometimes, and um, it, yeah, it, uh, continuity you know, that's a big thing and, yep. and make sure your hand is moving the same way on this take yeah. that it was on the last take. Um, so
0: that was, I assume, your first ongoing TV gig. Yes, it And was. are you starting to get recognized like when you're around? When I was doing that? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. I, I mean, mostly by firefighters because it was a firefighter show. Right,
0: and, but and, that and, must have felt
1: amazing. Oh, yeah, it was so great. You know, it, it really, it, it's always great. It's mm-hmm. always great. It doesn't, you know, sometimes you get, Kind of strange people coming up to you, and then 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 it's a little bit scary. Yeah, but, but yeah. Uh, other than that, you know, it's always nice when when you get recognized for your work, and people tell you how much they love you or your show or whatever. It just means that people are watching, and that's yeah. a good feeling. Yeah.
0: Well, when you think back to like Pinocchio signing right. your playbill right. back in the day, yeah. that was something that like. Excited you mm-hmm. and enticed you yeah. in a way. Getting, Obvi- I guess
1: just getting recognized. Yeah, you know? and 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 it's a double edged sword because it is. You know, I guess th- this was what I always dreamed of, mm-hmm. but you, then now it's like, oh, do I really want this? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, now
0: it's happening. Well, now
1: it's happening a lot. It's yeah, happening a lot. You're and-
0: in a show. I mean, you were on board. You've been on a lot of things that broke through, but yeah. you weren't the star <laughs> of the thing, right? And now you're every week. You're part of this ensemble, this incredible ensemble. Tony Shaloub was here. Oh yeah. I love Tony so much. So do I. Uh, he's just one of the most special people.
1: Yeah, we did an interview yesterday. Together. together. Yeah. I love him. I love that guy. He's yeah. so funny. Yeah. He's so just naturally funny yeah. and quick. And I wish I was as quick as he is.
0: Well, you also I feel like with Tony, I, I know him like we we both go to Martha's Vineyard in the summer, so right. there's kind of a, a social aspect to it, but you lean into him. Like he's he's hilarious and so fast Mm -hmm. uh his mind is just so fast but he's got a very quiet side too absolutely and and the way you sort of i don't know he he's just one of the most uniquely gifted warm brilliant people with an amazing story his own story is just incredible and
1: when i uh when i was in high school i worked at a movie theater and uh men in black was uh, you know premiered that summer yeah and I saw him in that. I didn't know who he was, mm-hmm. you know, and he plays this alien who keeps getting his head blown off and, and he was so funny and I just followed his career ever since then. Yeah. And now I'm working with him and it's very surreal.
0: Isn't that the best?
1: Now we're, we're friends. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. Like
0: his numbers in your phone yeah, and yeah. it's, it's really, um, an exciting thing to get to work with people you admire and find out that you were right to admire them as people yeah. too, not no, just as talents. Never and, gets old. Yeah. So.
1: Steve Buscemi was another one. Yeah, I, I,
0: he's an angel.
1: Yeah, I've 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 always been a huge fan of his ever since uh, Reservoir Dogs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I loved I loved that movie growing up. And, yeah, uh, in like ninth grade, we tried to do a, a stage adaptation of Reservoir Dogs, and uh, or it might have been tenth grade, I don't remember. But uh, in my friend's garage, and it just all <laughs> fell through. But I was going to be Mr. Pink, who Steve right. played, and you know, then I'm working with him on Boardwalk Empire, and and on my first um, table read, I, you know, I was playing Bugsy Siegel and I had a couple of lines. I had, a, right. you know, a couple of scenes and he came up to me afterwards and told me I did a great job. And that's I've, I'll never forget that. Of you course. Know?
0: And also what a great character to play.
1: Oh, that was that was amazing. Right. Yes. I mean,
0: also, it's just like we really take ownership with pride of certain
1: characters of and murderous assassins. <laughs> like yeah. we got
0: we have a, we have a gangster, too.
1: Yes. I don't know. A he was A total psychopath. Right.
0: But, you know, Warren Beatty. Yeah. I mean, you're in great company. No, I
1: know. There haven't been that many people who've played that part. And also... Uh, I and was, you
0: just went back. I mean, you did it... You, yeah. You were on that show a fair yeah. amount.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And I did, like, I think uh, 12 episodes, something mm-hmm. like that. But it was a great... It was a fun character. And, you know, I, I tried to do a lot of research on it. And I watched, you know, Bugsy, uh, the Warren Beatty movie, and... Um, I, there just wasn't a lot of information available about his teenage years, mm-hmm. which I was playing, and so they kind of gave me freedom and liberty to just make it my own, which right. was very exciting and fun. Are
0: there are there like Bugsy Siegel descendants I'm around? Sure there
1: are, yeah. I, I you didn't speak with them? No, <laughs> no. I, I mean I, I, I read I tried to look up as much information yeah. as I could and you know, I but most of it was about his Vegas years and so
0: Right. I mean which, that's what he's known yeah, for. Which
1: was which was amazing, but like, you know, they didn't you know, that was way before.
0: Well, I mean obviously, I mean Evo I mean you it's funny, I'm I'm gonna do a play at Manhattan Theater Club, a Richard oh, nice. Greenberg play in oh, you're doing January. That? Okay. Yeah. And it's so much text. That for the first time, I never do this. I've really been trying to learn the lines before yeah. we start rehearsal just because there's no way. Like, we would need six months for me to feel like I have any idea what the lines are. And
1: yeah, well, you're smart. Yeah. I,
0: <laughs> but I've never done that before. But Bill Camp, who's a wonderful actor who yeah. sat where you were sitting, who's done a lot of work with him, says that Eva is it Evo? Is that Evo Von saying? Hova. H- wants everyone to come in off book before they start is yes. that was that true of your production
1: well look i i had a uh, uh it was rare circumstances because it was i was replacing somebody you know they were bringing the 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 london production right. um to new york yeah and i had seen it in london this was uh yeah arthur miller's of View from the bridge yes. and i had seen it in london uh, the previous year, just
0: because you happened to be there, I was
1: in London seeing Bad Jews because uh, oh. they were doing Bad Jews yeah. in London, and I wanted to see what that was like because yeah. that was totally surreal. Yeah, you know, because we originated that show, yeah. and then it ended up going all over the world, which is
0: incredible. Yeah. Did you stay friendly with Josh Harmon and
1: Yeah, yeah, I haven't talked to him in a while, but I love right. Josh and um, That's and, the playwright, yes, and uh, who's doing a Sarah Silverman musical uh, coming up at Atlantic, but um, but yes, yeah, so so I. I remember and I so I saw it and I loved it. And and so I was walking by the theater in, in the, the Lyceum Theater in New York and I saw the signs up for, you know, a view from yeah. the bridge. And I was thinking to myself, like, oh, I'd see this again. Yeah. And and then like literally a week or two later, I got a call saying they wanted me to come in and audition. And I was like, I am not right for that at mm-hmm.
0: all. You didn't feel like a Marco.
1: No, not at all, and because they, they in the in the play they keep talking about how big and strong he is, and you know I'm not that I'm I'm, I'm I I like going to You're the gym. good. I, yeah. I, I go to the gym, but I'm not yeah. like I'm not huge. Yeah, and um and yes, yeah, so they, they they I I actually passed on it. I said it's not it's, for me. Right. And and also it was a Saturday audition and I was like, ah, I need my Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Sabbath. Yeah. It's the Sabbath. But then that yeah. Monday my agent called and said, like, they really want you to come mm. in. So i was He like, knows. He yeah. knows who you are. Yeah, well it was Scott Rudin produced again. Yep. He had he had produced uh, Francis Ha yep. which I had done and, and he saw this play, The Spoils which I did with Jesse Eisenberg that Jesse wrote. And so he had seen that. And for Was that some... at the new group? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So for some reason, he thought I would be right for that. and uh, And I got it and they got me a trainer and I put on eight pounds of muscle in like – Three weeks.
0: What were you eating? What were they uh, having you? It was, it
1: was mostly anything. Mm-hmm. It was like literally the, the trainer was like, eat everything. Okay. Like it doesn't matter. That never happens yeah. when you're an actor. Right. Yeah. And and then doing protein shakes twice a day and going to the gym and doing heavy lifting, you know, and I really, I built my body up and it was pretty incredible. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty awesome. Um, I Because was that had never happened before. No. That no. wasn't
0: something. Right. That's what I'm no, wondering. I was like
1: jacked. And people kept <laughs> people kept saying to me, you know, they're like, "Oh my God, you're huge!" Yeah, and, you know, I don't know how huge, but like for me, it was huge. Yeah, and um, so you did not want to
0: keep that going after or did no, you for a while I didn't, no you, i
1: did i did for a while yeah just because like i still had these training sessions right left, might as well know? use them yeah and um and then i just like dropped off i was like i can't do this but i still i love going to the gym but the, the 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 moral of the story is i was talking about uh so evo you know i i literally had there were only 10 days of rehearsal it was a week and a half and then we were in front of an audience that's and,
0: so scary to me yeah
1: and we rehearsed in the theater
0: Wait, in ten days, your body is like...
1: No, I no, I I had ha- I knew I knew about it. Like uh, I guess maybe two weeks okay, before. But we still, started still, but still, yeah, that's nothing. Maybe three weeks. Maybe I had three right. weeks to get my body in shape. Okay, and then of course, throughout the run, I was still you know building building it up. Right. Um. But but yeah. So uh, so I had ten days of rehearsal. We were in the theater. I'd never done Broadway before. It was always a dream of mine. Exciting. And we rehearsed in the theater. And um and yet Evo wanted us to know our line. I mean they had they had done this, you know the, these the the British folk had done the play 150 times at this point, right? So I come in, I don't want to be the weak link. you know, and they told me have your lines memorized. And actually Mark strong who who played um, uh, Eddie Carbone, uh, he, he emailed me beforehand and like told me you should have your lines memorized. They mean and, it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's like, just make sure you have your line. You know, he was so nice about it, but he was like, make sure you have it. So you know, they literally it was. Uh, Russell Tovey is another actor who was in it, and he, he's he's British, but he was he uh, he was also replacing somebody from the original cast. Yeah. And so we were in it together. Luckily, you know, I had a partner in crime. Yes. And I remember first rehearsal, they they just they they were doing it. You're they blocking. Were, I mean, literally, they were just like. Uh, you know, I'm standing backstage, and the stage man- manager or whoever it was was like, "Okay, you're on." And like the and I looked at Russell, and I was like, uh, "Okay." What? And we just go out there, <laughs> wow. and we just start doing it. That's
0: like my the nightmares oh, it's, I have. It's
1: absolutely the nightmare. Luckily, there was no audience, but, right? Um, but you know, you also want to impress. And yeah, you know, you know, you don't want to be the weak link. And- so, what
0: are things in working with Eva like? Are there takeaways from that experience in terms of how he works and what makes him special? And some people love working with him and some people find it not their cup of tea. But what... I'll
1: be honest. I loved it. I loved him. And I think... He's just so smart and mm-hmm. he had the answer. You know, it, 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 it was more of, it wasn't a straightforward retelling of, of You from the Bridge. It was, right. it was more avant-garde. Yeah. And, um, but it was so good. It's such a good show and it was such a, a good production of that show. And I'd never really read that play before.
0: So years and years ago with like Anthony LaPaglia and Alison yeah, and you didn't that. see that production. No. Yeah.
1: No, I didn't see the Scarlett Johansson production either. either. Yeah. No, but Corey Stoll played my part and I had just done a movie with Corey Stoll at uh-huh. that point. And that's that was part of the reason why I was like, I'm not getting this. Corey played that part. Right, like, he's huge. we're so
0: different. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but uh, but it worked. And, and actually, Corey Stall was at the. Uh, the opening of it and he sat like in the front row and, and that came up to me afterwards and you know it, it's just it's, wait it, did you see him in the audience while you were doing it I think so yeah I probably did it do was, you look in the audience or no, are you someone
0: well, who in general care like are you like I don't want to know who's coming do you no, mind I, knowing
1: I try oh I like to know who's coming Okay, I definitely like to know who's coming because then you know because I've had circumstances where like I didn't know somebody was there and I totally screwed up and I kind of I didn't phone it in I never phone it in but like I don't know. Maybe I was feeling tired that right. night, so it just gives me a, a burst of energy to yeah. know that somebody is there. Um, there was <laughs> there was one show where like Daniel Day Lewis came to see it, oh and That's I crazy. I didn't know he was there. Right. I would have liked to have known but I knew that Paul Giamatti was there and he was in like he was so there was stage seating right um, right, yeah so so you could see people sure. right next to you and it, it, and it didn't really throw me off It's it was fine but Paul Giamatti was like on stage right so that was you crazy know, so, but I knew like oh Paul Giamatti's here I gotta do it I gotta give it yeah. everything I got this and, one's for you yeah. Paul and I then, know right. and then
0: <laughs> you're like Daniel Day-Lewis this is his father-in-law's play like it's <laughs> right. so crazy well, it's so, also crazy
1: so it, it you know at the end of the play it rains blood Blood, and uh we were we always had to shower afterwards so i'm like in the shower and there was an uh an announcement on the loudspeaker mark strong daniel day lewis is here to see you mark strong daniel day lewis is here and it was just like oh my god but it was luckily it was a great show i yeah i felt i mean i felt really good about my performance did you meet
0: him after yeah i did yeah. i because I, your uh, towel yeah no i got <laughs> i got, I got dressed yeah. i got dressed you were but, proper
1: yeah um but yeah i, I did uh, go into mark's room and and met him and that was a thrill
0: yeah because he's a he's, magnificent he's, actor. Yeah, he's, he's beautiful. He's a king. Yeah. So I feel like people will be so mad at me and my show will be canceled and I'll have to move from America someplace else if we don't like deep dive a little bit into the show.
1: Maisel? Uh-huh. Ah, okay. okay. Um, uh,
0: which is your character's last name as yes, well. Yes, yes, it is, um, yes. Which is very cool. Yeah. Not anyone else can say that <laughs> except no. for you and Rachel. And, and Kevin Rachel. And... Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's not here. Caroline Aaron, yes. That's true, who I love. I just saw her backstage at The Inheritance. She's so brilliant. Oh, yes, which brilliant also and... is
1: one of my favorite plays I've ever seen. Did you uh, see it
0: in London, or have you seen I saw it, it here?
1: Well, I did the original workshop of it. Oh, and wow. I saw it twice in London. Who did
0: you play? I played Toby. <laughs> one of the boys.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, they're mostly boys. <laughs> yes. Uh, I didn't play wow. Vanessa Redgrave or no. Lois Smith. No. Um, no I Or I, John Benjamin Hickey. No, I played... Um, uh, Toby. 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 Toby Darling. Yes, and... I love that play with all my heart, and um, yeah, and uh, I haven't seen it in New York yet. But Matthew Lopez is a friend of mine now, and ever since doing the workshop, yeah, and uh, and Stephen Daldry was a dream to work with, and it was just a week long thing, but but to be early days on something that is going
0: to live as a piece of theater forever,
1: I hope so. Unfortunately, uh, Ben Brantley didn't like it too much, which is kind of shocking because uh, it's one of the best plays I've ever seen. Yeah. And it's so
0: moving, it's so powerful, yeah. it's so um it's so
1: uniquely beautiful
0: in so many ways and, you're and be everyone crying, in it, yeah, you're it's gonna be
1: crying from start to finish. It's
0: so much. Um, but everyone is so good in it and it's really incredible to see a stage filled with that many young men, yeah. all of whom seem to have gone to the same trainer you went to for a view from the bridge. It's like, does yeah. everyone what's happening? Are they yeah. models also? Yeah. Um <laughs> but that's sort of trending right now, this kind of beautiful body thing. For, um, for young men.
1: Yeah. So, well, I think, it, I mean, I, I go to Equinox in the West Village. Yes. So I, I see Those it, are your people. Uh, yeah, you understand
0: <laughs> it. Yes. Um, so you have had this thing happen where the thing you do because it's good has broken through into popular culture In ways that are so unpredictable, Mm -hmm. right? Like we've all read things that are amazing. I can't tell you the number of things I've done. I was like, I'm not going to say anything out loud, but this is actually like, this is the thing. And then like my mom loved it and no one one sees it. Mm -hmm. And so it's fascinating. Like it's on Amazon, um, but everyone's also seeing it.
1: I know. It's crazy. It's, yeah, like I know. you don't
0: like you would think oh but if you don't have I guess the whole world has Amazon now. I don't know. Are yeah. the numbers huge? Like what are the numbers for this show? Do you know what the viewership no, is? No,
1: they don't tell us, but it must be doing well because, you know, it, there <laughs> because, <laughs> because your premiere
0: costs 4 billion. Well, that's what I was going to say, yeah.
1: you know, every year the production value goes gets higher and higher and so it must be doing pretty well for that to happen.
0: The music licensing alone. Yeah. Uh, Robin Erdang is an old friend of mine, and it's just so exciting to see all the departments kind of crushing it. I mean, it is just a throwback to so many things, and yet it's completely (coughs) its own. So... This is not the first interview you've done. I don't want to pretend that everyone doesn't know that, like, first reading went great, second reading didn't go great, and then the third reading went great because you and Rachel read together, oh, Okay, yeah, you've, right? you've done your research. I've watched yeah. and read everything because I don't want this to be repeat. You have, yeah. like, such passionate fans, and and I guess I want to talk about with you because the show is magnificent. It's so well cast. You got it. You got this part. I know. It's, that's crazy.
1: It is. Right? It, yeah. You, do you know how hard it is to get any part? It's any so part. hard. One so many... line on
0: a soap or the star of, yeah. you know, or Joel Mays. Like, it's I mean, crazy.
1: So many people audition for all these things and they can only hire one. So, you know, I used to kind of take it personally, you know, yeah. when I get rejected. And a- as you kind of grow and, and, you know, experience all these auditions and all this rejection, you just, it just kind of, I don't know, you, you, you do become a little hard into it. Um, because there have been like
0: anesthetized to the, yeah, or, or have an armor of some yeah, kind. Abso- I mean, you yeah. have to, yeah.
1: you should have it from the get go, yeah. but it's impossible, Yeah. you know, because everybody's human. And, uh, there were times in early in my career where I got, I got so close to, to projects that would have catapulted Really changed things. Yes. Changed Like everything.
0: Jeremy Renner parts, like things that sort of do that well, for someone. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. um, Yeah, actually, Jeremy Renner was on this show called The It Factor, which was like a followed actors around in L.A. LA, And it was like a reality show. And yeah. And so it was like I just thought
0: of him because I feel like you guys could play brothers. Oh, cool. When you auditioned the day you went in for Maisel the first time.
1: Yeah.
0: um, Where were you in your career at that? Like, how were you feeling? Were you getting things? Were you getting offers for things? Were there enough TV credits? Like, how did you feel?
1: I've always felt. Pretty comfortable. Mm-hmm. I've always felt like, oh yeah, I'm doing well, you know. And and always, uh, like oh,
0: y- did you always have shitty jobs, or did the Letterman yeah, thing happen pretty quickly?
1: The Letterman, it did happen quickly, but I I did I did have some shitty jobs, but um, you know, like pay
0: rent jobs, and, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: and food jobs, you right. know, like <laughs> I needed to eat, or
0: one or the other um, you would choose,
1: yeah. But uh, I I was I I don't know. Even when I was doing Letterman, I I remember thinking to myself like wow, you've made it, you know? And I think that's a, that's probably a good thing. That's yes. probably a good mentality to have, even though it wasn't even close to being true. I
0: know, but the idea that that felt like that for you, yeah. what a great thing.
1: But what's weird is, like, I felt more like I made it then than I do now. <laughs> I don't know, it's weird.
0: Because because the first step is so impossible. Yeah, maybe. The first foot yeah. in the door, might, you might right. as well be like, I'm going to be an astronaut, even though I've never been, on, right? Yeah. Like, there's there's, how I, do you know...
1: Anything. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. To really just break in, to break in, in to get any your way. foot in. It's like, okay, this is a step in the right direction and it will happen. Right. And- um but yeah I, I I did feel good. I think I you know, I had just done Broadway mm-hmm. um, which was a dream so I could cross that off the bucket list. Yeah. not that I I you know, I still want to do more Broadway, but no, um, but
0: you did I mean I, that's I did it. I say to everyone like if you get to do like Broadway doesn't disappoint everything no. you think it's gonna be, it is
1: and it's 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 a struggle too, you know, yeah. it's it's tough it's, it's no eight shows a week. yeah. And uh, your social life is gone for the yeah. most part, and uh, you have to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a grind. Yeah, it's a total grind. But there's nothing like it. Yeah, I love it. I know. And uh, and you look out like every night. I would look out into the sea of people. You know, when we're bowing and just look up at this magnificent old theater. Right, and, and that was
0: you like ten seconds before. Like we're in the audience. We're still in the audience. Yes, I mean that's it's an, an amazing thing. Yeah, I'm. I'm in an audience watching all the time, mm-hmm. and I still sit there like, how do they do that?
1: Yeah, How absolutely. do they make that
0: magic? Um, so after you did Letterman, was it like three steps forward, two steps back, or did it kind of keep
1: I incrementally I, I moving think, forward? Yeah. I mean, I got uh, Rescue Me, so that was... My introduction to television. Right. And um, I mean, really, the goal was always to do theater. I, I wanted to do everything. Right. But like, theater is, has always been my love yeah. and my passion. But I do, I love acting regardless of what medium it is. So, but the show
0: you're on now yes, is so
1: theatrical. theatrical.
0: There's something about it that it must is. be so satiating in that way. Well,
1: it's the dialogue. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the writing because it is theatrical. And, and all of us have theatrical backgrounds yeah. for the most part. Um, so, you know it does feel like theater especially with these these shots that are you know eight pages long and no cuts and right. so that's that's like it's a like little a play. it's like a little one act.
0: Thank God you can learn lines easily. Mm-hmm. I
1: know I mean all of us have to. Right. It's, it's really that's the most important part of this show of working on this show is knowing your lines. I mean
0: Rachel's the amount of text that has to come out of her mouth is she also just good with lines is it miraculous?
1: She must be good with lines yeah. because she has so there's many there's no earwig. Like no absolutely saying. not yeah. and, and she yeah I don't know how she does it because she's there almost every day and she has you know when she's not when she's like in the makeup trailer getting her hair done she has her assistant just running run lines, run running run. lines for the next days scenes, right you know it's so like
0: other than being on a soap opera yeah, which is like crazy right. but
1: i think Marin hinkle was i think she told me she was on a soap opera yeah and, you know and that's maybe it wasn't her somebody told me and it was you know and that's what it is it's just yeah. like you get just pages and pages and pages and you know and then the the lines probably just like where do they go the next head. day? Yeah, I know.
0: Gone. Well, you were saying in this story that that once you got to the screen test and Rachel was there and you guys got to read together, you kind of knew it was going to go well. Maybe yes. not sure of the outcome, but that you would feel great.
1: Well, we she she had come did you out, know each other? Yeah, we we knew each other. Uh, we had done a couple of readings together. I, I met her when she was like nineteen, okay, uh, and she was in college. She Is she
0: younger than you? Mm-hmm,
1: yeah. Um, She went to NYU, okay, and uh, and I remember we did a reading together, and I was just like, "Who's this girl? Like, she's amazing." Yeah. And neither one of us got this the parts in this this reading, Um, and uh, and I just and you know and then she she her career took off, and I mean this is certainly probably the biggest thing she's ever done. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I I just remember she came out of the room. She she had already gotten the part. Okay, so she was cast. She was cast. She
0: came out of the audition room. Yeah.
1: I think Tony might have been the first person cast. Yeah. And then she was cast. She came out of the room and... Uh it was, you know, we were all testing for it. There were other guys in the room. I didn't. Were I didn't, they friends? Or you no, didn't I didn't know, know anybody, and nobody talked to each other. And I remember she just came out of the room and she's like, Hey, can we run this? And I was like, Yes. To you. To me.
0: In front of the other yeah, guys? in front of the
1: other people. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I was like, Yes, let's do it. Yeah. And uh, so we're just sitting there, like running through it. And I even. Like in a corner of a waiting yeah, room? Yeah. And are the
0: other guys like, What the?
1: Nobody really paid attention. Okay. I, I thought that was weird, actually, because I would have been like staring. Yeah. But yeah, nobody else What was about really, me? Like, yeah. But, well, I was next. So, okay, yeah. fair enough. huh. And uh and so we're just going through it and I just knew. I was like, this is good. This How is did you know? Good. Well, it just felt natural and it felt like You're we off were,
0: book, I'm sure.
1: I was off book, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she was for the most part off book. But she had her papers in right. her hands. And I just needed to be off book. They sometimes they tell you don't be off book it it, it looks like or it's something about how like then you won't be able to take direction and it's like I have no because like you memorize it a certain way right? and and that's not I mean if you're an actor and uh, you're on a TV show or whatever you have to be able to take direction do you think
0: you walked in holding the
1: script anyway just yeah I I probably had it in my hands but maybe not I might have put it down right I'm not showing off no, like, you're just, there to work. Yeah, I'm there uh, to show them that, you know, what I can do. And I, I, I don't need the papers. So, so you're you like, know. Evo likes me to come in <laughs> off book, yeah.
0: Amy Palladino. So, you go but in. To be honest,
1: it's not, I don't always do that. Right. But, but, but you when did I, for that. I did for that because it was so much dialogue. And yeah. I just didn't want to be reading it. And, and you and, wanted it. And I wanted it. And I feel like it, when you want something bad, you should memorize it. Yeah,
0: it's impressive. Yeah, I mean, it is. That was probably a lot of material. I mean, that show is all material, all people. Yeah.
1: And also, you know, being. Able, you got to be able to take direction and make changes when necessary so i was able to do that and amy and amy and dan they amy said i remember she was like you're very good at, at taking direction and making adjustments yeah and that's great i was like oh that's kind of did you ever butter.
0: find out why they had been kind of so quiet in that middle audition do you know what was, was going when, on
1: no i mean she amy said to me that i was weird <laughs> that that <laughs> I. she had asked she tried to talk to me and, and and just like find out information and I just I just said I want to do this but that's not what happened like I don't know I, I you know she was like should we do this and I was like yeah let's do it I don't yeah. I didn't you know if they wanted to talk to me beforehand right. I would have been very totally. open to do I that I can do small talk yeah let's do it I want to you know I want to feel as comfortable as possible yeah but I don't know they just didn't they weren't like as as uh, they did, as receptive, I guess they weren't. They didn't laugh as much as I thought they were going to. Right. But then when reading with Rachel, it was just a whole new ball game. And uh, so
0: you walk out. There's still yeah. other guys sitting in yeah. the waiting room. You're like
1: later, later.
0: <laughs> See you on set, you know, yeah. uh, Amy Sedaris. Literally every time you're, she probably doesn't read very much. But when we used to be in audition rooms, she would, if she was ever before you, she would come out of the room after reading and peek her head back into the room and go, see you on set, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and then she'd
1: walk out and she'd be like, oh, <laughs> Yeah.
0: So how long after that did you find out you got it?
1: I think it was like a week or a week and a half. A Something long like, week it, and a half. It was terrible. It was terrible. And they were—they still had more auditions. My friend was like, oh, they called me into audition." I was like, why? No. Why? why would
0: you, are you why? my stand I was like,
1: what the hell? Like, yeah. this is my part. I yeah. nailed it. You I've did. Ne- I've never nailed anything as, as much as I nailed that.
0: You know, there's one million people making decisions. And it I was know. only to just prove to the network and everyone that it was you. I think so. I think yeah. it was like,
1: see, there's nobody else. But so did
0: they do a pilot, or was it picked up for a bunch no, of episodes? It was, it was a
1: pilot, and uh, we shot the pilot, and it was incredible. It was so much fun, and I got to know Rachel really well. We, you know, we hung out a bunch beforehand because yep. we were playing a married couple. Yeah, and that's always nice. It's nice to get to know the actors you're working totally. with. I think that that's very helpful. Yeah, and. Um, and, uh, yeah, and, and then we just waited, but we knew. We knew, it, you know, because also Amy had this track record. She had Gilmore Girls. Yeah. And we just felt like, why wouldn't they pick this up? It's, right. Uh, it's incredible. Like, the script was incredible.
0: But not only did they pick it up,
1: it's become... Well, they picked it up for two seasons. Right away. Right away. So
0: then you know, like, that's the best.
1: Yeah, yeah. I remember that was shocking. Um, but uh, But also, you know... I knew that we were gonna get picked up. I didn't know two seasons. Jeez, but,
0: most people get but picked it, up for one yeah. season at a time.
1: But it was very—it was like, okay, let's let's do this. And then it was just so exciting. I just wanted to get into it, and find out what happens to these people. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, my character could have vanished after the first episode. Absolutely. So, you know, so like the. the, the so you didn't?
0: Know, I mean, obviously, they signed. They, they yeah, your no. contract was for a series regular, yeah, so we, you obviously knew something was going to happen. Well, that's
1: the thing. When I read the the pilot, I was like, "Does he come back? I don't mm-hmm. know." And then, and then, when, you know, I looked at the breakdown, and it was a it's a regular series You're like, regular. Okay. Yeah, so I was like, okay, well, I, that's interesting. I don't, you know, it's an interesting character, and it's an interesting thing for him to to come back. Um and Did see you have how he plays any, in that
0: world. When there are moments in the show where Joel is um, I don't know, villain's a big word, but just this idea that she's we are all team Midge, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like she's <clears throat> such a compelling, lovable You root for her him. hero yeah. from the minute you meet her. And only and that only builds as the show continues. Um there was a moment I think where you know, you probably also weren't sure. Like, am I the am I the heavy for the net? You know, who yeah. am I?
1: Well, I, I that's kind of what I assumed I was. Right, I did. I, I and I've said this before. Like, I kind of leaned into it. I, I thought he's the villain, and that's what he's going to be.
0: And I'll play and, that. Yeah, and
1: I'll play that. And you know, I'll play it human. Mm-hmm. But um, but I know that people are going to hate him. Yeah, and uh, and because he wronged her and cheated on her, and she's so lovable, and yeah. everybody roots for her. And it's been it honestly, it has been an uphill battle ever since.
0: So do you absorb that? Does do you well, as a human not, not Joel? <laughs> so what do you do? Like, what do you do with that?
1: Um, there's nothing you could do. I right. mean, you know, it's do like, you, like
0: write people back. No, actually, no, I'm, I'm glad uh, there, you wrote me. I've there, been lo- <laughs> there,
1: there have been times where people are like, you know, uh, get rid of Joel or whatever. And I'm just like, eh, fuck you. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's. It it's is a TV what it is. show. Yeah, it's a TV show. And I <laughs> yeah. do say that, you know, and I've, heard, I've listened to other podcasts and stuff where uh, where they talk about Maisel and they talk about how much they don't like Joel. And it's like, well, you know what? They're just jealous. Yes, they <laughs> I, are. I don't know. I mean, I just, I, 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 I love it. I love playing this but character. Also, I, I get where they're coming from. Yes. But. It's 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 over. Like they're you know, they're not even together. No, it's like but they're,
0: they're friends.
1: Yeah, they're they're trying to make it work and that's what's so real about it. Yes. I have I have had people come up to me and say, you know, I'm separated from my, my wife and this is real. This is this is exactly our relationship. Right. And uh, you know, they're kind of they're they're uh, co parenting and uh they're trying to make it work.
0: Yeah. I mean that's the hope, right? Like yeah. if something if the premise doesn't continue yeah. for a lifetime, can there be a new premise between two people?
1: And he's not a deadbeat dad. Dad, He's, you know, he's, he's, he, especially in this coming season, he's, he's really stepping up. He's mm-hmm. taking care of the kids while she's on tour. Right. And, well, um, somebody has to. Somebody has to. Yeah. And he's the father. So, you know, and that was not, uh, really a custom from, uh, from that time period.
0: Still you know? not 100% a custom no. in many cultures around right. the
1: world. I mean, he's, he's, you know, a, kind of a stay at home dad. Yeah. I mean, I mean he's not stay at home at all, but he's, He's he's taken responsibility, yeah. and and uh, hopefully people see that aspect of him this this season as well, and maybe there'll, there'll be more Team Joel uh, converters.
0: I'm so Team Joel. Uh, I'm t- well. I, I don't know. It's a TV show. I'm Team Michael because I think the humanity and the complexity and the nuance that you bring to that character is just really exemplary. Uh, thank you. Uh, of what a good actor can do with a part that might seem one dimensional. Uh, in our minds, mm-hmm, but um, the whole show is like that. Though, even Tony's character, right, like the absent-minded yeah. professor who can't like connect with his family, and then they're off to Paris, and there's like this extraordinary connection again between the I feel like well, Amy and Dan write so well for everyone on that do. show
1: they do and and you know there's so much depth to all of these characters yeah and, and and just because you haven't seen it yet doesn't mean it doesn't exist right like we we only did two seasons and each season is you know the eight there was eight episodes the first season ten the second and so you're still getting to know these characters and they're all three-dimensional right and, and all the layers are being peeled off yeah and uh, and all of us are evolving yeah and, and it's it's is
0: it a Super close company, yeah, the ensemble. We, I
1: mean, we love each other. We so, do. I mean, what a dream! And it you is. get paid, and we get paid, and you live in New York City, and people watch the show.
0: Yeah, and you get to walk, like, sleep in your own bed at night, yeah. which is really, and you like that. We I know love that it. more I than do. anything, you like sleeping in your own bed. I do, I do.
1: So, Although I'm, I'm, I like hotels too. Well, sure, <laughs> yeah. and nice hotels, yeah, especially. N- well, only nice is hotels. the best. What is the best I'm past the stage of living in hostels. But well,
0: you might. You might want to try that yeah, again, I'm just to right. keep it real. I'm
1: okay. I've done it. I'm. I i do not need to do it. So,
0: again. do you feel different now? Do you feel successful um, in a new way or at a different level? Are choices coming to you, or are, are there more choices for you when you're not shooting the show? Are more things coming to you?
1: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, I think it's it. You know, it's. I think it's a battle. What no matter what level you're on, mm-hmm. there's always projects that you want that somebody else is going to get. Yeah. Or, you know, and. Uh, and so I'm very comfortable. Yeah, I'm very comfortable. I love working on this show, and I do want to take the next step, whatever that might be. Right. I, I, personally, I'd, I'd like to. Uh, you know, I'm trying to write, and uh, I'd like to produce. Uh, so I want to make my own movies mm-hmm. or TV or whatever.
0: In um, comedy or in all uh, things, everything, all the things. Everything.
1: I've been, you know, a movie fan since I was a little kid. Yeah. And TV fan. And you worked in a movie theater. I yeah, absolutely. And the, you know, and the main reason I worked in the movie theater was. To watch the trailers, I, mm-hmm. I love trailers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, that's that's next uh, on on the on my bucket list. I'd I'd like to produce a movie and and potentially star in it.
0: Amazing. Uh, is this a show where where Amy and Dan know how many seasons already they want to go for, and they've mapped it all out, or is that like a, I, I, an unknown thing to the public?
1: I think they've mapped out um a bunch. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many uh I I I heard a podcast with with Dan and he said uh more than 5 but less than 10 something like that. Okay. So that would be nice. Yeah. You know, you don't want to go too long obviously. Um you want it to end on the right note and at right. the right time. And uh so w- I don't know. I don't you know, it's a it's a very hard show to do. Yeah. It's very tough and yeah. it's very expensive. And uh, is it
0: exhausting when you guys are shooting the season?
1: Sure. Mm -hmm. It's, 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 it's probably, probably more exhausting for Rachel. Mm uh, I don't know how she does I'm it. I'm exhausted like watching the
0: show. Yeah. I'm not even in the show. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, um, you know, I have more days off than she does. So I have time to recuperate. But you also have to learn lines. Yep. And, you you know. But um, so it's just like even when the season ended, I was like I cannot even – like I remember I got sent an audition and I was like I, nope. I'm i not even going to go there. I can't yeah. even think – I can't fathom learning lines right now.
0: Well, you're about to maybe have to learn some lines. Yes. Tell me like – how did you choose this next project that you're going to do?
1: Well, uh, so I'm doing this uh, stage adaptation, and it's a musical mm-hmm. of uh, of the movie, uh, the Paul Mazursky movie, Bob and Carol and Ted and Alice, and it's directed by Scott Elliot and John Marth. Uh,
0: uh, Jonathan Mark John- Sherman Jonathan Mark wrote Sherman it.
1: wrote it, and uh, Duncan Sheik is doing the music. And crazy. I, I mean, so I, I I had done uh, this play, The Spoils, with Jesse Eisenberg, and Scott Elliot directed it uh, for the new group, and. Um, he asked me to do this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I I love Duncan Sheik. I saw Spring Awakening four times. amazing. And I just, I don't, and I actually, uh, yeah, I just, I, I hadn't done a musical since high school. And so, but it has always been something I've wanted to do just to kind of prove to myself that I could do it. And it scares me. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's definitely going to be a challenge. And uh, as an actor, you you need to challenge yourself. And I think it'll make me a better actor.
0: Um, Before you go, first of all, thank you on – is tonight another premiere? Is the show tomorrow?
1: The show comes out tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah.
0: Um, But that will have been in the past when this comes out. And we'll have all binged and lost sleep watching you in that extraordinary series. I I
1: will say I I think the third season's really great. And I'm very excited for people to see it and see what we've created. Yeah. um, I it's so big, it's so, it's so much bigger than you know the first season. My God, I was looking at the trailer for the first season, right? And then I watched the trailer for the second season, and now this one. You're like we were so like, quaint. I know it really was like yeah. when we did the pilot. I had no idea how big this show was going to become. Right. I didn't know that. You know, I, I when when you're doing a scene and they have all the old cars, it's like, oh, this is cool. You know, because yeah. I had done Boardwalk Empire yeah. at that point, you know, so, period pieces. Yeah, And I know that that costs money.
0: Where where what studio do you guys shoot at?
1: Steiner Studios uh-huh. in Brooklyn. Uh huh. Um, and for the pilot, we didn't even have a studio. We, 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 everything was pretty much on location. So I, I just I, I really had no idea and we've been very fortunate that you know, Amazon has been behind us from the get-go and gives us essentially, I mean for, for all I know, like everything we want. I
0: order, like, six things a day through Amazon. (laughs) I feel personally like a shareholder. Um, So you're welcome. Before you go, Michael Ziegen rhymes with vegan. Is there a little known fact about you that you can share uh, Uh, that comes to mind?
1: (laughs) Um, I was a klepto. (laughs) Okay.
0: In high school or junior high?
1: It was, like, junior high going into high school. Like, what were the things? No, that was (laughs) –
0: I took sunglasses once. Yeah, I'm sorry, I no, did. No,
1: I took comic books. I was like, I, were you a comic kid? I, yeah, I liked comic books. Marvel,
0: DC, both, both, mm-hmm. Archie stuff too. Were just superheroes. That superhero was how stuff? I started with Archie. That was your then, gateway. Yeah, and then I got
1: into Batman and X Men. Yeah, um, but I, yeah, I had like a little bit of a problem for like, a, like a good two months. Right, and uh, and then I got caught, and uh, it changed everything. I was, I was, I
0: mortified.
1: I, I was. Completely embarrassed and ashamed.
0: So caught, not serving time, but just no, like
1: the, no, the guy threatened to call the police, and I was like, no, no, hey, I'm gonna buy something. Don't worry. <laughs>
0: Does a Twix bar count? Wow. Yeah, so... but that's all it takes. That's great that that happened.
1: It was great. It was great. I still kind of have panic attacks about that experience. Right. Um, but yeah, it was. It, he caught me, and I never stole anything ever again. And that is a little known fact. There you go, <laughs>
0: yeah. Michael. Thank you for being here. Thank I'm you. so excited about all the things in your future.
1: Oh, thank you so much. You're
0: welcome. Clouds
1: can make the wind
0: blow. Bugs can make the grass grow. So, there you go. These are Little Known Facts that now. You know. Hey, everyone. New episodes of Little Known Facts drop every Monday, and you can find them on your favorite podcast provider. Also, if you go to the website, littleknownfactspodcast.com, You'll find behind-the-scenes photos, videos, and interviews, and lots more on the gallery page. And if you are loving these intimate, candid conversations with all the artists who come on the show, please head over to the contributions page. I depend on these donations to continue to bring you these interviews every week, so if you love the show, please donate. Hey, I am so excited to share some news with you guys. For the last few months, I've been working on another project that I've been calling Little Known Facts. 2.0. Stage Network, an incredible new streaming platform, which promises to be Netflix for theater lovers, asked me to do Little Known Facts as a filmed series, a talk show, as it were, in front of cameras. And I really thought about it for a long time because the thing that's made this podcast so special is that... All of my guests have been able to share deep, intimate truths about their lives because we are in this tiny, comforting confessional that is the podcast booth, and I really had to think hard, could I still deliver the same kind of intimate, raw, hilarious, and unique interviews if cameras were involved, but I think I figured it out. And I'm so grateful to Stage Network for allowing me to make my dream of sharing incredible friends with you in this whole new way. So I shot six episodes. The first one uh, is with Ben Platt. Other guests include Celia Keenan-Bolger, Zachary Quinto, George Salazar, Nikki M. James, John Slattery, and I cannot tell you how thrilled I am to share them with you. Stage Network really is an amazing place. Not only is it filled with incredible original content, uh, it has licensed so much theater-related content, documentaries and films and all sorts of incredible programming. I feel like I dreamed up a network, and someone else created it, and here it is. And the fact that I'm involved in even a small way with this incredible, incredible network is just truly an honor. So to that end, uh, to watch all of the content, including Little Known Facts, the series, go to WatchStage.com. Enjoy, and I hope you like it. Thank you to John Zaytun, who is the talent coordinator for this episode, Little Known Facts is edited by Nicholas Klar and recorded in New York City.